reading uh, our New Testament lesson uh, from John's letter, the first letter of John, chapter 4, verse 16. Listen to the word of God. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Then these words from the Gospel of Mark, continuing my series of messages on this gospel. From the fourth chapter. That day when evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified. And asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, this morning we find Jesus and the 12 disciples crammed in a small boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee at night in the midst of a furious storm. The fact that there should be a sudden storm like this would not be unusual. The Sea of Galilee is 700 feet below sea level. 30 miles north of the Sea of Galilee lies Mount Hermon at 9,200 feet. Within 30 miles, you have 10,000 feet high down to below sea level. What that means is that you have a constant clashing of cold air coming down from the mountain and hot air coming from the Sea of Galilee. So that on the surface of the Sea of Galilee, that would cause sudden squalls, storms, like I say, not unusual. And anyone who was a fisherman in these waters, like the disciples, certainly were used to them. But this must have been an unusually fierce storm. As experienced sailors as they were, They were afraid they were going to drown. Waves were crashing over them, and water was filling the the boat, threatening to drown them all. And here was Jesus, of all things, sound asleep on a cushion in the stern. The disciples, in a panic, woke him up and said, and uh, he, he immediately got up, rebuked the wind, and he says, why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? What a silly question, Jesus. Who wouldn't be afraid in a situation like this? We're all going to drown. Don't you care? 
And we often wonder the same kind of thing when the storms of life begin to blow in our lives. Lord, don't you care? Are you sound asleep? Where are you? I mean, face it, life can be downright scary. Our fears can get the best of us. Think of all the things that threaten us, that send up a chill on our spine. There is the fear of accidents, just to uh, get into your car every day, puts your life in jeopardy. All of life can seem like an accident waiting to happen. There is the fear of illness. There is the fear of death. There is a fear of financial reversal. There is a fear of outliving our money in our old age. There is a fear of failure. And there is fear for others. We worry about those we love. This July 4th weekend, in particular, has had us all on edge. There was the horrible tragedy, the horror in Charleston, South Carolina, just a few days ago. There's the threat of terrorist attacks. There's ISIS with mass executions again. There's global financial instability. Major social changes in the culture leading to all kinds of legal and political posturing. Life is a scary proposition. And if anyone really wants to know why we are afraid, we have no problem citing good reasons. There is a clear and present danger. So the question of Jesus does sound a little bit foolish. Why are you so afraid? <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Why wouldn't you be full of fear? Fear can be so debilitating. Like I say, our fears can get the best of us, can paralyze us, cause us to go into a panic so that we're unable to do anything and we're unable to move ahead. Fear of the future spoils our living in the present. Fear of failure means that we won't take risks to better ourselves. Fear for others can keep us locked up in the prison house of worry. And fear can often bring to pass the very thing that is feared. The person who's constantly worrying about his health, who's always taking his pulse in the morning and looking in the mirror, sticking out his tongue, is the very person who may very well get sick. Fear tends to create the things it fears. And fear can leave us with precious little peace. Faith or fear often leads to panic. And in our panic, we can do all sorts of stupid things. In the middle of the storm, Jesus was asleep in the boat and apparently was oblivious to all that was happening. Finally, the disciples got him up. And they were thinking, Lord, don't you care? Don't you know what's going on here? Jesus then proceeded to rebuke the wind and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. The Greek indicates that this was a mega calm, a dead calm. The water became as smooth as glass all in an instant. And the disciples were amazed. I mean, they had seen Jesus do some pretty amazing things, but this really took the cake. 
This guy has power over nature itself. They realize that at this moment that this Jesus had the power of God himself. Tim Keller in his book on the Gospel of Mark says that if there's one thing all the ancient cultures believe together, if there's one consensus point amongst all ancient cultures, it was that the sea was uncontrollable to any power but God. The sea was the ultimate symbol in ancient cultures and in legends and in literature of uncontrollable destruction. The ocean in full fury was uncontrollable, inexorable power, and only God could control the sea. It's across all the cultures. Jesus is exercising the power that only God has. Jesus calmed the sea, and they were all amazed. Who is this? In fact, the Greek says that they were all terrified. They were more terrified than when they were in the middle of the storm. Who is this guy? Unbelievable. Mark, who throughout his gospel is concerned to reveal Jesus' true identity, leaves no doubt that Jesus is none other than God himself. And it is this God who can bring peace to our troubled souls in the middle of the storm if we will but put our trust in him. Why are you so afraid? said Jesus. Do you still have no faith? And that is the antidote to fear. It's faith. Faith, a spirit of trust in the Lord's incredible saving power and in his loving provision. The disciples' fear was rooted in the fact that though Jesus was in their boat, they still didn't trust him enough to think that he might see them through the storm. Their faith was weak, no trust. Faith is the antidote to fear. Faith in his power, faith in his ability to provide for us. And our Lord may not always use his power to still the outward circumstances of our lives, but he can certainly still our fears and bring peace and calm to our troubled spirits. There's a story of an old man who was living in a, in a rundown old tenement building in a big city and gangs roamed around his building in the streets, and they were writing graffiti on the walls and destroying mailboxes and terrorizing the elderly citizens as they went to the store. And behind his tenement, a wrecking ball crashed into a nearby building, and a jackhammer you know, kept breaking the peace. A reporter who was doing a story about this particular area asked the old man, how can you stand to live here? And the man nodded to the crucifix on the wall. And he said, he creates a little circle of quiet. Haven't you noticed? When you and I are in danger of drowning, in a sea of troubles, he can create a circle of quiet in the midst of it all and bring us safely to shore. He is, after all, the Lord of life and the Lord of the storm, and he's in the boat with us no matter what is happening in, in the outside, no matter what's happening in the circumstances of our lives, as turbulent as they may be. Do we really believe that he is with us? Do we really believe that he's in the boat with us as we're being tossed about? 
Helmut Thielicke was a very famous German pastor, one of the great preachers of his age, uh, just um, 50, 60 years ago, actually now, wrote some great books on the parables of Jesus. He says, he does not spare us suffering, but he is on our side. He does not free us from the burdens of life, but he helps us carry them. He does not simply banish death. He permits the last enemy to remain, but he helps us in our death. And though we must depart, he never departs from us. He does not spare us the valleys of the shadow, but he goes through them with us, always a shepherd who leads us and a rod and staff that will not let us stumble. The storms of life will break in upon us, but we have the sure promise of the Lord that he will never abandon us. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Our Lord promises to be in our boat, the boat of our lives, as we sail along. I recall a story of a little boy who uh, was being put to bed, and there was a thunderstorm outside, and there was lightning and so on, and the the boy was really nervous, and the mother came in to tuck him, at, at, tuck him in at night, and she said, don't worry, it's going to be okay. And, uh, and the little boy said, Mom, can't you please sleep with me tonight? I'm scared. And the mom gave the boy a hug and said, no, I've got to sleep with Daddy in, in, in Mom and Daddy's room. You'll be okay. There was a moment of silence. The little boy said, the big sissy. <laughs> the big sissy. What a big difference in our fear to know that someone is always with us and who loves us as a parent loves a child, Jesus Christ. If the antidote to fear is faith, we can also say in the same breath that the antidote to fear is love. For we place our faith, our trust in a God who loves us. In our New Testament lesson this morning, we read that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because God loves each one of us, we don't have to be afraid of the judgment at the last day or what the future will bring. We don't have to panic when the storms of life blow. The love of Christ is for you and for me he loves us perfectly, and he will not allow one of his precious ones to perish. Nothing can separate us from his great love, not the worst storms of life. He will see us through, through the valley of the shadow, and we will arrive safely on heaven's shore. God sent his son to die for us, the supreme sign of his love for you and for me. So why then are you and I so afraid? Do we not know how precious we are to him? I mean, is he going to allow us to perish? Don't we know he's sitting in the boat with us? The gospel of Mark was written to Christians in Rome who were undergoing persecution. This story of Jesus in the boat with the disciples in the middle of the storm was a reminder of his continuing presence and his abiding help to the church. The Lord of the storm would see the church 
through the most trying times. He is faithful. The church was to hold on to him in faith no matter how turbulent the waves. It's his presence in the middle of the storm that makes all the difference. Story of a little girl whose father was an airline pilot and, and she happened to be flying the same plane as her dad and, and uh, they were flying across the Atlantic and a uh, little girl was sitting there and she was asleep and the, the flight attendant came up and asked her to be sure that her seatbelt was, was uh, fastened because there would be turbulent weather. And the little girl opened her eyes and she looked out the window of the plane and saw there was lightning flashing about. And she asked the flight attendant, is daddy at the controls? And the flight attendant said, yes, your father's in the cockpit. And the little girl smiled and closed her eyes and went back to sleep, went back to sleep. Jesus could sleep peacefully in a storm because he had perfect trust in his loving father whom he knew to be in control. God grant you and me such knowledge and the peace that results that we may be free of the paralyzing effects of fear. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Praise be to God who never leaves us alone, who loves us perfectly. In Jesus Christ, our Savior, the Lord of the storm. Amen.